Hi there, it's Sue, and thanks for joining me for Tips and Talk Day. These are bite-sized topics that I pull from community questions and things that I'm observing in the world of handmade small business. If you'd like to submit a topic, DM me over on Instagram at giftbizunwrapped. Do you feel like your life has become way too complicated? There are so many decisions to make, so many issues to consider, chores to get done, activities and doctor appointments to schedule, and all the tasks associated with your business. And it seems to get worse and worse. We add on decisions like we add on years to our birthday. When we were children, it's estimated that we made 3,000 decisions a day. That alone sounds like a lot. Now, as adults, it's up to 35,000. 35,000 decisions a day. Every day, we need to decide what time to get up, what to eat, what to wear, when to work out, what chores to tackle and when, what gifts to purchase, when and how to send the presents, what about a card, how about who to invite to join you for dinner on Saturday night, where should you go, who will make the reservations, and on and on. We also have lifetime and lifestyle decisions, like who to date, all the wedding decisions, then what to name our children, when to put them in school and where, choices in your approach to child rearing, what about getting and training a pet? Then there's choices about religious beliefs, political positions, and your stand on a current social issue. If you think about it, your life is made up of a string of decisions you need to make at every turn. Now, couple this with decision fatigue. Yes, this is a real thing. It's defined by psychiatrist Dr. McLean as The idea that after making many decisions, your ability to make more and more decisions over the course of the day becomes worse. Compound this with the current COVID-related decisions, where in the past if you ran out of milk, you'd run right out to the store. Now it's a different decision. Do you go to the store or use Instacart? And if I do go to the store, am I prepared with my mask, vaccination IDs in some cases? and accept the risk of being around others. Now, that may sound dramatic, but to some, these are real concerns. And I hold no judgment. This is just an example. Okay, so we've got lots of decisions to make each day, and the quality of our choices goes down as the day advances. How can you use this information to serve you best for both your personal and your business dealings? I have three ideas for you that I've instituted into my life that have really helped me reduce decision fatigue and consequently allowed me to become more productive with my days. The first thing I do is routinize as much as I possibly can. By this I mean, if there's something that you do every day, day in and day out, standardize it so you aren't in a position where you have to make a decision about it at all. I'm talking about things like what time your alarm is set to in the morning, what to wear to work, what to have for breakfast, when you'll look at and respond to email, what time you'll fit in your workout, all those things. Let me give you a little bit more detail behind a few of these. What to wear to work. This may not work every day, 
But for me, except when I'm out at conferences or networking, so if I'm just going to the office, I don't need to rethink my outfit each and every day. I pretty much have a uniform. In the winter, it's yoga pants, joggers or leggings with a top or two, depending on the weather. And in the summer, it's a comfy skirt with a sleeveless top. Done. I put on almost the same jewelry every day, then my Apple Watch, and I'm good to go. I reinforced to myself that this dressing plan is acceptable when I heard that Steve Jobs intentionally did the same thing, even more strict than my plan. He created his own signature style. He was always seen in a black turtleneck, blue Levi's, and gym shoes. His reasoning behind wearing the same thing every day was that he wanted to limit the time he spent making frivolous decisions so he could concentrate on the real work. Well, if it's good enough for Steve Jobs, it is good enough for me. I also have eliminated decisions in my early morning weekday and weekend breakfast routines. On workdays, I swing through Dunkin' Donuts drive-thru and order the same coffee and avocado toast every time. On the weekends, it's home-brewed Starbucks with scrambled eggs. No need to think this through. And I look forward to these meals, and the fact that they're the same isn't boring to me at all. If it does become so, I just switch it out for a new routine. The point is, I don't have to make this decision every day. So I'm several points ahead in my decision energy reserve. I also have regularly scheduled days and times for my walks, spinning, or yoga classes. I don't have to ask myself if I'm going to do one of these, a decision that needs to be made, which one I'll choose, another decision, or when I'll fit it in, decision number three. When I used to run my life without this schedule, many times the decisions never even happened. I just didn't work out at all, and that's not good. My second tip, if you will, is not to go back and rethink your routine or a particular decision once it's been made. When you set your alarm for 6 a.m., don't think of all the ways you can adjust your day so you can sleep until 6.30. And for goodness sake, don't hit that snooze button. It sets you up in a loop to continually make a decision of snooze or get up, snooze or get up over and over again. You'll run through your quota of good decision-making ability on pointless things. If you've said yes to going away for a weekend with a friend, don't rethink your decision and go back and forth about it. Do that before you make your decision. That opens up space for you to move on to other things. Many of our decisions don't even require the energy we give them. Should you use a yellow or a green folder? Which route should you take to work? Light a vanilla or lemongrass-scented candle. Okay, this one may be a little bit more difficult for me. Just kidding. (laughs) The point is to make a decision and move on. Finally, now that you know about decision fatigue, I plan important decisions and activities that require my brain power to be done earlier in the day. I've naturally done this for a long time, since my biorhythm is such that I'm most energetic in the mornings. I do most of my podcast interviews in the mornings when I'm the most sharp. I also schedule coaching calls and our Thursday Q&As for in the morning. And I plan to do my hardest tasks 
at the start of the day. By doing so, these projects get completed efficiently and result in my best quality work. I know it's because I'm at my peak level with my energy and decision-making capability. I also have a rule in my house. My husband and kids know that I do not make any decisions after 7 p.m. at night. Period. My brain is just done, shut down for the night. Now, of course there are exceptions to all of these at times, but exceptions aren't the norm. I found that living my life with a solid routine, not rethinking plans that have already been determined, and focusing on important decision-making tasks early in the day have dramatically improved the quality and productivity of my days. Consider simplifying your life in this way. Start eliminating some of your 35,000 daily decisions. That's a wrap. I'm a get-to-the-point kind of girl, and this is what you can expect from these quick midweek sessions. Now it's your turn. Go out and fulfill that dream of yours. Share your handmade products with us. We want them, and they bring us both so much happiness.